Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, 11 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Here in about 45 minutes, we'll head out to Arrowhead. Going to hear from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, among others. Right here on 610 Sports Radio. Getting set for the AFC title game and... We'll have you covered all week long and, of course, on Sunday. You can hear the game on 106.5 The Wolf. Bank will have his post-game show, pre-game, or pre-game and post-game here on 610, I should say. Uh, so looking forward to that, and hopefully uh, we get two more weeks after this of fun. That's what we're used to. That's what we're expecting. That's what we're hoping. We've been having more and more conversations. Someone brought up something on the text line, which was funny. I did chuckle. We were talking with Vinny, uh, and, and they said, maybe you guys can call the guys that you met uh, in the sushi joint from Arizona to help Vinny get tickets to Super Bowl. If you don't Drew, remember. we'll get your tickets. No problem, man. This guy almost got our producer in, maybe. That's a callback from last year on Radio Row. Oh, we're in time. Phoenix. Uh, you and you and uh, Nick you went sick. out to, for sushi. I was sick, as you guys may have recalled and remembered, due to food poisoning. And you guys went out to sushi, and you met uh, these two guys. And you guys had a great time, it sounded like. Had a a conversation Drinking and sake, hanging you, guys, out. you guys mentioned you were there for the Super Bowl and you guys start talking and Nick's like, yeah, I don't have a ticket. And the guy's basically like, oh yeah, well, I can hook you up. It gets Nick's information. Nick's, they exchange numbers. Text back and forth Nick, several days. And I was suspicious. We talked about the show. I was suspicious to begin with. Um, but Nick really thought he was going to get a ticket. And then ultimately the guy ghosted him at the end and Nick did not get into the Super Bowl. He did not. Um, in the end, Pedro did not work out, if you want to remember oh, his Pedro, name. Pedro. Pedro did not work out. But maybe things just fell through, man. I we were know. all living in the moment. They didn't have any reason to be nice to us, other than that they were sitting there, asked yeah. if we'd been here. We talked a little bit, and then we started drinking, but hanging guys, out, having you guys, fun. You guys were drinking tables together. You know? I think what happened is you guys were drinking, you all were in the moment, and the guy's like, you know, it's one of those when you're like, you're like, hey, can you do something? Like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, I got yeah. you, man. And then uh, you, re- you, you realize, realize how hard it is to get Nick in. Y- yes. I and think- it was going to be through a charitable organization. <laughs> he was going to have to go on these other people. It was going to present some logistical problems. I still think you need to do a little more digging on that charity he said he was in charge of. Do a little- I, we found him online. Mm. It looked like he uh-huh. was actually. Uh-huh. Like in charge of that thing. Yeah, might want to do a little, invest- <laughs> back through a little investigation on that nonprofit. Oh, man. See what's going on there. That was a good time. Man, I hope you that- should text Pedro and see if he's got a hookup for this year's Super Bowl. Well, he was a Phoenix resident. So okay. I-, I have to assume that his connections mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl had to be related so to where you, he lived. Are you, maybe he's got somebody in Vegas. So are you, yeah, are you four and a suge- half hours apart. Are you suggesting that if the Chiefs beat the Ravens and we know we'll go to the Super Bowl then, that that week we should go to a sushi restaurant and try to have the exact same experience? Can't hurt. Okay. We okay. Should, I, mean, we gotta, I don't like sushi, actually, but I'll, need, I'll have some sake. We need, uh, we need two tickets. We need one for Drew and one for Vinny, it sounds like. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Yeah. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny has to wait for, like, if there's, Vinny's, unfortunately, in this case, he's behind Drew on our ticket request list. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the few times where, where Vinny's, sorry, man. Sorry. You're second, Drew. Drew you're second yeah, on the Yeah, you're second on the list. Yeah. Drew's ahead of you uh, on trying to get an extra extra spot for the, uh, for the Super Bowl. So I think one obvious thing that took place in the game against Buffalo is that the Chiefs' run defense was exposed in a, in a really bad way. And we understand why that, why that was probably coming. If you watch the Chiefs a majority of the season, hell, Jay Binkley's been warning us for what, two months? That the Chiefs' run defense was pretty suspect. It's like the only part of their defense in which you could do it. This is going to sound crazy, I understand, because the Buffalo Bills expose the Chiefs' run defense in the exact same way that Baltimore can take advantage of it, Gold, and I understand that. But in a weird way, I think it helps the Chiefs' chances to win because what happened with Buffalo and what happens when you become these run-first offenses is that two things happen. One, you become a 13-play, 8-minute drive team which eventually weighs on your offense. And I think it's really hard for those teams to turn the passing game back on, which is what happened to Buffalo late when all of a sudden they had to turn into a pass offense. They couldn't turn it back on. I don't care anymore that teams take a half a quarter off of a drive against the Chiefs, especially when it ends in a field goal, because they're that team. They've also accepted that about themselves. Fewer possessions does not necessarily mean a loss for the Chiefs. It just means fewer possessions for both. And in the last month, the Chiefs have been more efficient with those. I think it does put an emphasis in one area, though. Red zone defense becomes incredibly important, where a couple of times on those drives, you hold them to a field goal and not a touchdown. Yeah, I I still think, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has shown more than any other quarterback that if he has fewer possession, fewer time and all that, yes, that that he is able to score. Uh, We mentioned the stat actually, Yesterday on the show, I was trying to find it again because we, we we brought it up. I don't know. I, have it, I don't think I have it in front of me anymore. But basically, he's no other quarterback has done it once. But when he's got twenty seven minutes or less, as you were yep. mentioning, like no no nobody else has done that. And so, if you're thinking about that, sure, that that's great that he is capable of doing that. But you you get doubled up by the Ravens in plays run on Sunday if that happens. I'm sorry, like they're not they will they will lose that game. You don't they, think that you can? They, they, can they, run they, it they cannot way, right? get doubled up again on play. They they got doubled up on the road against Josh Allen and still won. I don't believe they can get have double the plays run the Ravens than the Chiefs and for the Chiefs to win this. And by the way, and turn the ball over at the goal line. Like I I don't believe that the Chiefs can walk out of Baltimore with the win if they're getting doubled up on plays and they're turning the ball over. I don't turning the ball over absolutely not. But I. Doubling up maybe a bit was, strong. Was the, I understand that version of it was bad, but I do think that I think Baltimore can have success in the run, and it doesn't necessarily mean the end of the Chiefs. I actually think you want these games to go faster. If you're the Chiefs, you want the same thing the opponent used to say about you. Chiefs opponents used to say, "We got to shorten the game, limit their possessions, and do it." But by doing that, you've leaves in the game, and they have Mahomes and you don't, and it's the playoffs. And again, that's just a big advantage. What's the stat? Yeah, well, I, I thought we were moving on, so I closed no, the window. <laughs> no, I, I already closed it. We're not going to go back. It doesn't matter. I, 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 the point is, yes. I understand the doubling up of the plays. The turnovers are the bigger part of that. I actually think that it might just come down to one thing, and it might not be offensive execution on both sides. It might just be who yeah. gets a touchdown more often, three times to two, two times to three, whatever. It was his third playoff game leading teams to 27 or more points with less than 25 minutes time of possession. No other quarterback has done it once. Mahomes did it in 2018 in the AFC title game against New England. They scored 31 points in 20, nearly 20, about 21 minutes. That was That's a record, yeah. by the way. 2022 Super Bowl against Philly last year. 38 points, 
31 from the offense, but 38 points in 24-13 of time of possession. And then we just mentioned what happened against Buffalo. You think it's bad. You think it's bad that you're shortening the game because you have to run these 15-play drives, but it's not. And it's the same thing that you stand for the Chiefs in the offense. It is 15 chances to turn the ball over for a team that doesn't do it very much versus seven or eight. Like, does it always mean a turnover? No, in the Buffalo game, it didn't. But it almost did. Josh Allen, almost a fumble, a couple of, you know, like close calls. It just gives teams a chance to make more mistakes. It's exactly how defenses played the Chiefs forever. I did see our boss, Steven Spector, yesterday. He had sent out a tweet about the comparison for Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's got the wrong elite uh, historical comparison. He said, to this point, Brady equals Jordan, Mahomes equals LeBron. And where I think that that, that, you know, LeBron versus Jordan debate exists it exists in the, like, we think both of these guys were equally great players in their window, and we're just talking about how far they carry their teams, and it becomes strictly just a rings argument, which I get to a point. Wrong historical comparison. Good news, Gold. I got the perfect one. The actual answer here is it's Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas. It's further than this. And Jordan and LeBron, people argue about who's more talented. And Nicholas versus Tiger, no one does. Patrick Mahomes is the more talented player. That is not an argument. You, The second you watch him play, the second you watch Tiger run through those tournaments, we all know who the better golfer was. It was Tiger damn Woods. I feel like that's Patrick Mahomes. He is steps in the league after the great guy. You immediately know he's the most talented player to ever play this sport. And if at the end of the thing, you want to count five rings to seven or six, be my guest. But I'm telling you right now, the best, the, the most talented player, the best player, it feels like it's barreling directly towards Mahomes. Yeah, I don't think it makes I – mean, nobody should question that on the talent. And I don't, I don't know how you can really argue just pure talent. You and I have gone back and forth about the 15-year from, sure. from now argument. And look, that's a he fun – another one here. It's a fun conversation to have if he gets to another Super Bowl because suddenly three rings is in play. And, and we mentioned this on Monday. When, when you're in the position the Chiefs are in right now, in a year where we all probably would agree, like – it's one of the, the, the worst offenses, obviously, they have had, but it's the best defense he's had in a year where nobody really thought they'd even be in the AFC title game. Brady did this numerous times where you, you would watch that team and you'd be like, how the heck are they in a game like this? Like, we know they're not that good, but here they are. That's how you get to five, six, or seven rings. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, every year in which you're, like, quote-unquote, supposed to win, maybe you win those, but you probably maybe you don't. The years where you're not supposed to win and then you add a ring, that's how you go from being... You know, just a quarterback, Cody, that won three rings, one of the greatest of all time still, to all of a sudden one having five. five or six. I still believe, and I don't want to rehash it because we'll have this conversation. I, I know plenty around the Super Bowl if the Chiefs get there. But real quick would just be, it's not strictly a ring argument, but I do believe deep down it, the, the fact and the argument that people historically will use against Mahomes if he finishes even two rings short of Brady is the fact that unlike the MJ and LeBron comparisons... They played and all, each other once. They did twice. They played each other, you I know, mean, like... God, his I know, first but it, season but, but started, I mean, but yeah, I, I'm not I saying I fully agree with it, but... You that know, one's tough. You know the, the first one's tough. You know the historical argument will be made is that he lost while Brady was playing at 40 in the Super Bowl, and he lost, yes, his rookie year, but to Brady. And that's the unfortunate... Before, like, the, the MJ-LeBron argument is fun because they never played against each other. We actually did see, while it was only two games, we did see them play, and I think that is why Mahomes, to me, does actually have to get within one, if not tie the ring barrier on that. that that's, the, that's the problem. I just see the comparisons from, like, career. Like, LeBron stepped in was immediately the best player on the planet, just like Patrick Mahomes. There's, there's no doubt about that. And he was coming off of heels where somebody was great, similar to the Brady. So, like, I understand Speck's argument for that. 
I just felt like Patrick Mahomes was one of the rare cases, like when it was Tiger, where you're like, I mean, freight train of talent. Like, wow, you're just better than everybody. Like, I mean, and again, this is like going back through the heyday thing, and we're talking about legitimate great players because, fortunately, this is the best news about all this. Fortunately, here in Kansas City, yeah. we're going to get to talk about one of these guys, <laughs> like the one of the 30 names anybody who doesn't or does or doesn't watch sports knows. When you're creating the, like, Mount Rush, the 30-person list of the greatest athletes to play any of the four major professional sports in the United States, Mahomes is going to end up on that list. And with one more ring, he'll be one of, we mentioned, five quarterbacks ever with three rings. I just feel like at the end of this thing, we're not going to want a ring count because the more talented guy is Mahomes. I feel like you could do that. That That's why I think, you know, I like your comp of Tiger and Jack Nicholas. That's a unique one. I still think the Bra- the reason why I like the Brady and LeBron one more is because I think to this point, Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady in terms of being a court playing quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady's ever been. You can go and say in that Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes offensive line was horrible. Tom Brady's always had an elite defense. Patrick Mahomes hasn't always had yeah. an elite That's defense. taking the nuance out of that one time Brady right. beat him. Is that that the team talent was lost? Yeah, and, and I think to that point, LeBron, I think everybody can say is a better player than MJ was in terms of most complete game. But if you needed one shot late in the game, you're taking Michael Jordan every single time where I think if people, if you need one two-minute drive, a lot of people are still taking Tom Brady over Patrick Mahomes. But I think a lot of people would say Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than than, than Tom Brady was. The one one area in which I hadn't considered the uh, specs comparison works really well is the that the Brady one we mentioned where he took an inferior team and lost to Brady. It's like, uh, it's like blaming LeBron for losing an NBA finals in which his second best player was Zadrunas Ogalskis, Verizal or Booby <laughs> Gibson. You're like, no, he won. Really? With, he won with Booby. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Didn't he winning that he year? Did. Didn't it's they win like, that year? I think. It's like, are we really knocking the man when Anderson Verizal was the second leading <laughs> scorer on the squad? Or should we just give him credit for getting physically there? Yeah. <laughs> versus just, just, you know, taking somebody else. Because, of course, that's always the knock on Jordan is that the entire time he had Pippen, right? He always had another great Phil, Phil player. Jackson, and and then know? so many other great players, obviously. But Yeah, I mean, look, th- this very conversation, if Mahomes get, just gets the Super Bowl, will be a, a huge part of the, the Super Bowl week, yeah. right? And, and what he has a chance to do. They were just talking about it on first take, actually. Yeah. Wait, but really? They, they brought it up. It, 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 Surprised they weren't talking about the Cowboys still today. Is Mahomes <laughs> in the GOAT conversation? I, I think he's there. I, I, he's absolutely oh, right there in terms of Super Bowl. And it's just, it's not even, I don't question. even know if he has to, it's to me. I don't even know if he has to win another one. If he wow. makes it, if he makes it. And I, I to, cause the ring talk to me, you can throw out the window and I, and I understand that rings obviously mean a lot, but for me, it's always been looking at, at you play the quarterback position and also what, what you're given and what you make of it. Tom made a lot of other guys around him better, like yeah. Jabbar Gaffney. Nate brought up yesterday, but the defense was always good. The offensive line was always good. Patrick Holmes hasn't always had that at his disposal, and they're still making it and beating who they're beating. That's why, to me, Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback in terms of him playing the position and what he's had to deal with and still being able to win. I couldn't remember what the number was with one more Super Bowl appearance. So if they win this game against the Ravens. He'll be tied for third all time in Super Bowl appearances. There'd only been two quarterbacks ever who would have appeared more. John Elway with fives, be one away from him. And then, of course, Tom Brady, who appeared in 10. And I think that that's kind of where I got to that. Like, Nicholas put some, like, he put some historical golf figures up that were, like, the major thing that was almost impossible to beat. He also played at a time, and Tom Brady less so than, man, 
than him. He played at a time where it was a little easier to do that than Tiger Woods. Yeah, because he just made everyone better at golf because they had to be. And just keep in mind too, when it, you know, especially anybody that's in you know Boston media or has any ties to the Patriots, just if if you notice, you'll especially if this team gets the Super Bowl, you notice the some of the takes coming out of there about Mahomes, and it's because he is the only player, you and I have talked about this off air. Who can threaten him? Who could potentially threaten Brady and therefore threaten Patriots fans and all that. And like right now, they'll roll their eyes and they'll try to laugh and act like they're not thinking that. But why else? Those that are usually the strongest against anything historical Mahomes is already doing. A lot of times they, they they're coming out of Boston. <laughs> so, and there there are multiple national media members that are based in Boston, by the way, including Albert Breer, uh, I believe. And, and, and when you're thinking about that, it's because there's a chance. This is the one player so quickly after the great Tom Brady, so quickly after has a chance to push it like the, it, so much that misinformation was spread. I, I saw, you know, the, the postseason receiving duo record, right? Mahomes and, and Kelsey. Yeah. And somebody said, well, yeah, there there wasn't a wild card round games when Brady and Gronk were together. So the Chiefs, you know, playing That's in wild true. card. So in the in the Patriot era, they didn't play in any they didn't play any uh, wild card games. Is what they, but the they point existed. Was. But their point was that <laughs> hold on. But they, their their point was that Brady and Gronk did not play in wild card games, which is a funny argument, as if they didn't watch. Brady and Gronk play in two wild card games with they were when they were with the Bucks. Also, so they've actually played in the exact same amount, Cody, as as Kelsey and Mahomes. The Chiefs have had two wild card games with Mahomes and Kelsey. The Bucks had two with Brady and Gronk. Therefore, both duos have played in the exact same number of wild card games. So it's like it's it's also like just, just hilarious. A lot of times they were the two seed, the Patriots, yeah. because there were extra two buy buys. Yeah. It's not the Chiefs' fault that there's no extra buy now and they have to play in this game. Ugh. That's also just like, that's the one thing I always let go in sports. Be like, well, in those days, it was this many games. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can't keep track of like four different eras and this record matters for that because of this thing. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, if you're the receiving yardage record holder, if you get 2,100 yards receiving in a season, congrats. Be like, well, in six, I don't care. Well, it used to be third. Doesn't matter. Because then at the same argument, we got to like, Bag the Dolphins because their undefeated season doesn't mean anything. They didn't have to play in 17 football games and a wild card round. They only had to go undefeated in 14 games and two rounds of whatever. It's like, I don't care. Nobody says Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest of all time because he had the points record for ever until LeBron just passed him. He was never in the yeah. go conversation. It's the same argument for like just saying like it doesn't mean anything that they have the points record because the three-point shot didn't exist. Yeah, It's existed so long now, I don't care. Wild card in football and baseball, it's existed so long now, I don't care. That's part of the reason I get it. Part of the reason Frank Clark is one of the top five all-time sack performers in the postseason is because Frank Clark's played in more postseason games than most people because there's more rounds. I don't care. He's a top five sack performer. You don't get to take it away from him just because of the number of games. But you're right. In addition to that, they were just wrong, Gold. Trash of the day. All right, this one's a great one. You might have seen this story floating around a little bit. Uh, it has to do with a crypto scam. Uh, and, and the reasoning behind it, it has okay. to do, I'll just read you the headline and I'll play some audio. There's a pastor in Colorado who's accused of pocketing $1.3 million in cryptocurrency, a scam. He says the Lord encouraged him to use the funds, including for a home remodel. Let me just, let me play a little bit of the, this is him. This is him talking. He doesn't deny it, by the way, but just listen to this. Caitlin and I are being charged in a civil charge. Uh, from the Colorado Securities and Exchange Commission for basically selling millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency that is deemed worthless by the state. Now, the reason that they're seeing that it's worthless is because there is no 
exit for people who have bought. We launched an exchange, the exchange technology failed, things went downhill, and from that point forward, we've just been, we've just been waiting on the Lord literally for a miracle. So the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million, and I just want to come out and say that those uh, charges are true. So there's been $1.3 million that's, <laughs> that's been taken more. out of, I think it was a total of $3.4 million. But out of that $1.3, half a million dollars went to the IRS, and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. So how this whole thing started is the Lord told us uh, in 21 to walk away from our marketing company, and he said, I'm going to do a new thing. And then he took us into this cryptocurrency. It was a different cr cryptocurrency other than index coin at the time. Well, that cryptocurrency turned out to be a scam. And so the Lord says, give that to them, but also give them a 10x. And I'm like, well, where's this liquidity going to come from? And the Lord says, trust me. Well, as money is coming in, uh, we would be sowing it. And at first it was hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars, then tens of thousands of dollars. Money would come in, we tithe, we sow, more money would come in. And so we were just always under the impression that God was going to provide, that the source was never ending, that God was doing a new thing, and that we had nothing to worry about. And we sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. We did. We took God at his word and sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. He went on from there. <laughs> But that's that, that's a pastor. Is this argument and, like God gave him the wrong yeah, message, and it, so he didn't mean to rip everyone off of his cryptocurrency? The exact quote he gave later on was, "He misheard God." He said. So uh, him and his wife again accused of selling worthless crypto. He said many of the charges were true. Insisted it was a result of his inexperience. Also said again, the Lord told him to use investor funds to remodel his home. <clears throat> okay, so he's not denying any of this. He's just saying that God told him to remodel his bathroom. Yeah, I don't think that that's. I don't think yeah. I could use the show fund to buy myself lunch today and just be like, God told me I need a Chick Fil A, and then pop over across the street oh, and start spending our money. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, he said he better hope the Lord helps him get out when he goes to prison. <laughs> uh, like, what a what a crook, man! How did you not? Oh man, oh that's just wow. That is some interesting justification. Also, there's no way a lawyer would suggest you admit to this much of the crime. Like, what? What? I mean, you're admitting to the whole crime. I took in all this money with cryptocurrency. I told you we had no exit strategy for the people who put the money in with this cryptocurrency. And yeah, I spent it on personal things. Is that so bad? Maybe I misheard the message. What do you think the message was supposed to be, by the way? Remodel <laughs> other people's bathrooms? Help the poor? Something like that? Not, uh, not, not fix man. your bathroom? Again, like the best quote is, yeah, if someone bought $1,000 worth of this BS coin, they would basically give them 10000 of it back, so a 10X. And then he's like, man, I just don't know where this money's going to keep coming from. And he said, the Lord told him it's to like just trust me. It's like the dumbest version of a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yes. Like, they're describing a Ponzi scheme and how Ponzi the, schemes the, work. We're like, go, I'm going to... And then they borrow from more people, pay you back part of your investment, and then just keep the cycle going. Yeah. He didn't even think that far. He just said 10X... And then, like a month later, had remodeled his bathroom, gave nobody any money. He's like, "I that's on me." There's there's a show uh, called American Greed. I don't know if you've watched, and okay. they always have these. It's basically about different Ponzi schemes, and it, it airs like it's on weekly or whatever. And it's interesting because it, it goes through and how these people set up these Ponzi schemes, and eventually, you know, did they get caught? Or unfortunately, the people they they you know committed fraud against and everything. This is one of those that is going to end up on there. Because yeah, clearly you're right. I mean, this sounds like it was a Ponzi scheme, but you're just using religion as an excuse. Him say it. He said, is that the Chiefs of Holics lawyer? Well, no, that, that was, was the, the guy. real that guy. That was the pastor in Colorado. Although he might be getting the same lawyer. I don't want to say for sure. Um, Someone says his wife liable, too. Yeah, I believe both of them have uh, have to appear in district court in Colorado for 
there's also like it's so not it's even like an just episode fraud. Of Better there's, Call Saul. There's issues with like the security, like uh, the Security Exchange Commission or something, because obviously you're talking about crypto. Anyway, so this guy, this guy's in a little bit of trouble. Is what yeah. you're saying? Yes, might be spending some time in prison. I would guess, but you'd be surprised how little time some of these guys end up serving for. Like going back to the show, the American Greed Show, a lot of these guys get like three to five years in prison. That's it for stealing a 1.2 million dollars from churchgoers. Someone says, "Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, what sucks is people are right. Like there are there are very much legit, real charity and 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 leaning on religion and all that. And then you got a guy like this doing that. That obviously gives it a bad name. Is on like top God of told it, but to take all your money. Whew, yeah." Did not ask enough questions. I'll say that for sure. Is the accountant in some trouble? This guy who's like, it's nah, cool. We're going to start a crypto coin. 10Xer. We're good. Problem solved. <sighs> the closest this show got Tony to. Tony wants to start C&G coin now. This, the, the closest this show got to any of that is when we were out here buying M- NBA Top Shot. Hey, we made top, top Shot, man. That's still a real thing. That still oh, exists. Oh, very much so. And we, so made money, we made money off of that. We also didn't. We also didn't collect money from other people to, to put no, it into just it. Our own money. We, that is way, way different. A completely legal method of uh, NBA top shot and, and, and all of that. There's going to be no CNG coin. I can. No? Pick, no, I don't okay. think so. That sounds a little that sketchy, word. anyways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Real sketchy. Yeah, because Dogecoin didn't sound sketchy at all the time. <laughs> well, anyway. Works. All right. Coming up next, back to football. Chiefs Red Half Hour. We're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and also talk a little bit more about the stars on both the Ravens and Chiefs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. In about 15 minutes, we're heading out to Arrowhead. Going to hear from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Isaiah Pacheco as the Chiefs get set. 
to take on the Ravens. Uh, there is media availability going on right now in Baltimore. Lamar yeah. Jackson speaking in the media. There's a great quote. We don't have the audio of it yet, uh, but there's a great quote from Lamar. He's asked by a reporter, quote, what do you like about competing against Patrick Mahomes? Right? Pretty standard question. Sure. Lamar's response, quote, I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Mark. Okay. Great. Very honest. He's also not wrong. Why would like, yeah, I'd rather compete against somebody that, you know, hasn't gone to here's multiple the, Super Bowls and won. But here's the thing. <laughs> Nobody ever says that. No, but I, I appreciate the, the honesty. The response to, hey, Patrick Mahomes, what's it like facing Tom Brady in this upcoming match? You'd be like, you like to pay the best. Yeah. Go up against the best. See how you measure up against the best. You know, <laughs> we're just going up against each other's defenses. That's the answer. I have never in all the years I've been watching sports. We're covering them. Heard a guy just be like, <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> you know, like pretty much just saying it he, sucks. He, he did also say in fairness later on in the press conference setting, not right in that same quote. He did say, quote, to be a champion, you have to go through a champion. So he, he, okay, did, so he, he did hit the, he, the he normal said, one. He said that later on a couple questions Got later, it. but the initial quote is hilarious. He did. Yes. <laughs> I just saw Siciliano. Like some of the Baltimore media is there. And, and five minutes ago, he said what I, the, the quote we first read. And then he was asked about it again. And, and that's where he gave the standard to be. A ch- I appreciate the honesty though. I do too. Look, it, it's also weird. He is not wrong. He is correct in answering it that way. Gold, the correct answer to what is it like to face Patrick Mahomes is it sucks. I don't want to. That would be the honest behind closed door things. That's what the Ravens defensive coordinator saying stuff like, what do you like about getting to face Mahomes? Nothing. It's the worst. Worst week of my life. It's the worst week of my job all year. When I have to try to go through Patrick Mahomes. And this goes back to what you and I used to say. Even when the Chiefs were in the early part and you were like, no, I wanted to end the Patriots dynasty. I wanted to put the stake in the heart that was that team. And I'm like, screw that. I don't want to ever face Brady. I don't want him anywhere near my team. And I feel that everyone should feel that same way about Patrick Mahomes. Pray, pray you never face the man. Here's the full audio from Baltimore when Lamar was asked about facing Mahomes. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even, a, it's a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just, I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight. So that was the full answer. But, so, uh, you know, he gave himself some props but, uh, there at the end. But that the, first quote, if I don't like it at all. is It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I don't like competing against him at all. I don't like competing against him at all. Um, God, I just, that is such a good quote. Again, I don't think he's wrong. Don't you like the honesty out of Lamar that's there? That's what I said. But that's what I appreciate. And that's what Lamar says what's on his mind. I think Lamar is fantastic. And so, no, I, I I absolutely like the quote. I think it's hilarious. Again, I I think if you're any other team right now, like if you're the 40, let's just say you're the 49ers and the Lions, you're an idiot. You're an idiot if you take the stance of like, no, it's sweeter. Like if you're a 49ers fan, you're like, you know what? I want to take, they got us the last time. I want Patrick Mahomes again. I'm getting him this time. Like foolish, very fool. Avoid. Avoid at all costs. Pray that they get upset. Hope that it's the one year that it doesn't happen. Because we mentioned this earlier, Gold. You said, how does Mahomes even have a chance at ever getting the rings that Brady has? It's to be in the final four teams every year, which he has been. In every single year in which he's been a starter. Lamar's right. He only has to face him. He hasn't faced him since he beat him in Baltimore a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's 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 one in three against Mahomes. I'm sure he's watching that game Sunday night and be like, go Josh Allen. Wouldn't you? 
wouldn't you? Come on. You were praying Josh Allen would have completed that pass to clear Shakir, and instead you got to take on the Buffalo Bills instead of him. Never rooting for it. Great quote. I mean, just A-plus quote. He said he said he probably made a little tongue-in-cheek. I think he kind of means it. And again, I I think that there will be somebody who tries to throw it in his face after this game. They'll be like, you can't have that attitude ever going into a game. You can't say you're afraid of anyone. And you heard him after. He said, it's a heavyweight fight. We're going to go toe-to-toe. But also, it's pretending like athletes can't be honest about their situation and be like, I wish it wasn't that guy on the other side. You know, this doesn't impact who Lamar Jackson plays, hypothetically, right? He's got to go against their defense, not Patrick Mahomes. Of course, but you know how, but we all know how that stuff goes, fair or not. I mean, that's just how we we view it as everybody views it as quarterback versus quarterback. And that's just right or wrong. That's how we've shaped up the the narrative around quarterbacks and teams and the NFL in particular. And just how we we mention legacy and, and Hall of Fame cases and all of that and you know who's better than who like that's just that's just how we judge and it's the most important position in all of sports not just football the quarterback is the most important position in all sports period yeah it's not close no I mean thinking about superstar NBA uh, players the next closest and it's down the list quite a ways of course who is around them in the entire fifty three man roster is 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 also extremely important uh nobody's saying that but if you're looking at the top five or six players on each team for this game a little bit different than when we were discussing the Buffalo Bills. Because you, you, you go through, yes, Lamar Mahomes, duh. But after that, we don't know if Mark Andrews is playing yet. No. Nope. There's a chance they have one of the best tight ends in football playing. The Chiefs have the best tight end in football playing in this game. Wide receivers, Rasheed Rice, Zay, Zay Flowers. Statistically, in the way Rasheed Rice is playing, you can't, like, I think after week five, you would have said, oh, I would rather have Zay Flowers. I don't think that's the answer anymore whatsoever. And I think Zay Flowers has a chance to have a great career. But if you look at what Rasheed Rice did second half of the season and then now in the postseason, you, you can't give me the answer that Zay Flowers is better than him. Absolutely no, not. you can't. But I think what I realized in doing this is they're deep. Because there's a couple of guys just like on the Chiefs, right, that nobody's going to argue. Mahomes, Kelsey Jones. And then outside of that, you've got to have a little bit of an argument for who are their best players. I look at the Ravens' offensive unit, and I'm not like, wow, blown away. Like, wow, Odell. I mean, how old is he? Like, thir- I mean, we talked about him for the Chiefs. This offseason, we're like, they paid Odell what going into the year? Like, oh, man, I don't think I want to be in that. And, you know, Zay Flowers was a young player, so we didn't know what to expect out of him, et cetera, et cetera. I will say, though, if Mark Andrews is back and they still could utilize Isaiah Likely, that's early in the year they didn't use Likely much. Now he's shown enough to where if Mark Andrews is back, they're, they're going to use both. It's a lot of guys to cover. Odell, Zay, Likely, Andrews. The running game does still work for them, even though they've lost Keaton Mitchell, the star from earlier this season for them. Gus Edwards will get some tough yards for you. Yeah, he will. But it's still, it's like, look, look, I'm listing off these guys. You think any of these guys will be an all pro in their career? Like other than Mark Andrews? And we don't even know if he's going to play yet. Not Isaiah likely, not Flowers. Odell was, but he's not going to be anymore. Right? The rest of the way, like it's not an elite unit, but it is a deep unit. That's how I feel about their, like their defense has one or two stars. And then they just don't have any bad players. That's how the Chiefs defense is. There aren't that many all pros in the Chiefs defense. Yeah, there's Chris Jones and there's Trent McDuffie, and we could have argued LeJerry Sneed. That's a lot. I get it. But then there is no weakest weakness outside of that. Doesn't matter if you think Willie Gay or Nick Bolton. We don't know about Gay yet either. Those are just really solid players. That's how the roster is built for the Ravens. That li- yeah, I mean, their, their linebacking core is, is awfully impressive in, in Baltimore. I mean, that defense is one of the best in football for a reason. 
outside of Kansas City, I think people argue that they are the best defense in, Kansas, in, in football because of the turnovers that they force. I was just going back to when we were talking about the stars on offense for a second, Cody. Just, Gus Edwards, I was looking it up because I, I thought I remember the stat from earlier in the season, but wanted to double check. 13 touchdowns this year. So he doesn't rack up a ton of yard. 800-yard guy. 13 touchdowns. Yeah, he, fi- he he definitely finds a way to get in the end zone. And that's where when we talked yesterday on the show, you weren't here, but we were mentioning Derek Nandi, underrated player for this football team. And it looked like, you know, he was wearing some sort of brace or something. And a lot of people are speculating. Maybe we'll hear from Andy and, and get confirmation. But maybe he had some sort of procedure. We don't know. Like, is he even available? I, seems like he may not be or isn't. And so that's a, that was a big thing for them up the middle. The, the Bills took advantage of and other than the linebacking core and, and watching Lamar, they do have to have a better answer for if they want to run right in the heart of this defense. What What's your answer? Because with all due respect to Mike Pinnell, they didn't have an answer for much of that game. It's so weird because normally when I would say that we all agree, every single person, me, you, the Chiefs coaching staff, exactly what we watched against the Bills last week, my normal inclination would be like, well, then the Ravens are going to come out passing, right? If everyone thinks knows, the same man. thing, but I thought that going into the Bills game. We all think that they should just run it with James Cook 40 times. We all thought that they should have run it with Pacheco 30 times, but the Chiefs came out passing, the Bills came out running, and both were successful, if that makes sense. So the Ravens going to come out and try some deep shots early because they think the Chiefs will sell out on the run? I don't think the Chiefs will. I think the Chiefs had an opportunity to sell out on a run to start the game last week, and they waited until the second quarter to take that away from Buffalo to frustrate them. They let them keep getting looks and going at them in the run game until they decided to take it away and then were successful in doing that. Part of me thinks that that's exactly what they're going to do against the Ravens. The problem with the Ravens' defense is, yeah, the, their ability to get the football. For a team, like, it's especially scary because, well, the Chiefs weren't particularly good at protecting the football. Ravens the best at taking it away. Chiefs the wor- one of the worst, fourth worst at giving it away. That's scary, but that's also, we never factor that in when we're talking about win margin. Because as Drew pointed out earlier, it does get a lot harder for Baltimore to win if for the one game they don't do that. They don't take the ball away. That's how they were the second leading offense, scoring offense in the NFL. That is how they were the second or the first scoring defense in the NFL. So the Chiefs forced 15 fumbles, recovered nine this season. They had two go for a touchdown. We all know. (laughs) That was the Trent McDuffie one against Tyreek. The Ravens, I was just trying to check, 16 forced, 13 recovered, no touchdowns. So they recovered four more fumbles than the Chiefs did this season. So if you're just wondering about ball security for anybody, I was going to mention Rice or whoever. It applies to everybody on this offense. It goes back to even when we've discussed, like, who do you trust this weekend? Do you still trust McCall Hardman over Kadarius, Tony, or Sky Moore? My answer is still yes, and that is with McCall Hardman fumbling the football this particular week, this past week. All right, let's get a quick break and come back. We're headed out to Arrowhead. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Isaiah Pacheco. You're going to hear from all of them right here on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.